How are you lads? Welcome to another Kraken episode of the Are You Success podcast. Today I am on my own for a very specific reason. And the reason is that usually when we ha- get a guest here, I'm the one that's doing all the listening and the other guy is doing the talking, right? But I also want to share a lot of my knowledge. I have a lot of stuff that I want to share and usually I'm interrupting the other person to give my stuff. But I decided, no, that shouldn't be the way. When I'm inviting somebody, I should let them talk. It's all about them when they're the guest. But I also want to share my own stuff, so every couple of episodes I'll be doing my own episode because I have a lot of valuable stuff for business people that I want to share. Everybody should know this stuff, right? So we're going to start with the importance of social media, right? So we used to, back in the day, there was an industrial age. It was all about making stuff, blah, blah, blah. Then we went to the information age, but I believe that we are now in the exposure uh, age, right? So if your business is not on social media, if you're not on Instagram, if you're not on TikTok, if you're not providing value, you're basically not going to win against your competition who has the social media. Like, take for example me. I have plenty of videos, almost everybody knows me, people actually stop me when I'm driving the car and they're saying, I love your TikToks, I love your videos, blah, blah, blah. All of my listeners and everybody who's watching, they are all my potential clients. And even if they're not, they can share my stuff to their friends who can purchase from me, you know. So it's all about providing value and then getting work as in return, you know. So even if you own something like a coffee shop, you should do at least five to ten TikToks per day. And I know you you might say, ah, sure, there's nothing to talk about in my business because it's a very specific I had this conversation with a lad the other day he asked me something and he uh, wants to distribute electric scooters and he said oh yeah but there's not many videos I can record about electric scooters and I was like man you could record hundreds of them right I have hundreds of ideas off the top of my head you don't have to just talk about the benefits of that product but you should also elaborate how to do this how to use that you adjust this you know giving people tips and tricks you know then they will listen right So, another one. People often say that there's shortage of men, right? There's very little good workers, blah, blah, blah. But I tell you something, I can tell you something different. We have a queue of guys that are waiting to be employed by us. That's because they look on Facebook and they see a serious operation. Now, this relates to my roofing business, right? And they can see a serious operation and good grafters want to be a part of a good company. That's what it is. We have people literally waiting. The other day, I just floated an idea. We're opening a franchise. We're going to be franchising the Dublin Protective Coatings. We're opening first unit in London. And, you know, I just floated that. And over sudden, I got emails and messages from guys in London. They want to be a part of it. I got emails from different countries. People are already interested in the franchise. And this is all thanks to social media. Look, if your social media is good, you will not need to pay for marketing. And look, let me just tell you something. So before I started doing TikToks, TikTok is basically a free marketing. Whoever is not on TikTok today and has a business is just not doing it right. right? And I'll give you an example. So I used to pay Facebook and Instagram about 5,000 euro every month to market my businesses, right? Between my companies, five grand every month. And that's just for the Facebook fees. I'm not talking about the management fees, right? I'm not talking about Google. This is just Facebook and Instagram. But since I started TikTok, pulling 10 videos on each company a day, all the work, all the calls, all the traffic is now free. We pay zero money to Facebook now. This is big. This is very big. You know, the difference between Facebook and Instagram and TikTok is huge. So on Facebook and TikTok, you post your stuff and your stuff is only shown to your followers and not even. So let's say you have a 10,000 followers and you put a post 
Well, that would tell you that 10,000 people has to see that post, you know, because you have 10,000 followers. But that is not what's happening. Zuckerberg is not showing your post to all of the people. He wants you to pay for it, which is a lot of bollocks, you know. But TikTok is a completely different platform. You put something on TikTok, but the thing about TikTok is that you have to be making better and better content. If people engage with your content, the algorithms will push it forward and then you'll start getting the views. So in my experience, it takes about a month of consistent posting of good content to bring your account to 10,000 followers. And that's when the work starts rolling in. You should be full with, full, you should be basically loaded with work. Okay, why should you have loads of work? Oh, I have two months of work ahead of me, somebody might say. And I would say to them, you need to apply the 80-20 rule to your business. 80-20 rule states that in every business, you have 80% of the, of the services that will account for 20% of the profit and vice versa. So what you need to do, you need to look around your business and you need to say, right, so we need to eliminate this, eliminate this, and just keep that. Keep the services that make the most profits and market just that business on TikTok. So I did that with my first business. So my first business was damp proofing and construction, right? And I picked four most profitable services that I could do there, right? So one of them was damp proofing. I was doing damp proofing in houses, right? When houses riddled with dampness, I would be the guy to come and fix it. So that was one service. Then I was doing the flat roofing. Then I was doing underpinning. And then I was doing pointing of walls, of brick walls with lime mortar. Not many people know, but when you're pointing bricks with sand and cement, you can charge a certain amount per square meter. But if you're using lime mortar, it's four times that. Because not many people know the importance of using lime mortars. So lime mortar would be usually used on old buildings because it breathes. It also expands and contracts. Cement is completely different ballgame, right? So anyway, I had that business and I looked at it one day and I said, right, so which, which, which part of this business is making me the most profits and is the most easy and I can put it on autopilot? And I picked the roofing. Because listen, there's plenty of roofs, it's almost unlimited, right? You can scale it whatever way you want, and it's the highest profit. So I just laser focused on that, and that's what I'm doing, right? And you can do it in any business. You can even walk into a shop. I'll give you an example on my garage in Navan, the Underbody Kings, right? Do you know how it started? I didn't have any plans to start a garage. What I did was I bought my G-Wagon and I brought it to a guy to get it repaired, you know, and just so happened that it was the middle of pandemic and I wasn't working for, I think, a week and a half. And I went into the garage, I gave him the G-Wagon so he can weld it up, right? And he was welding it and I said, ah, here, listen, uh, can I stay here with you? Just prick around to like watching pe when people working. I'm also a grafter, I can't stay at home. So I was helping him, I was doing bits and pieces to the G-Wagon. And as he was doing it, he said to me that he's closing the garage because it doesn't work for him, right? There's no money in it, he said, blah, blah, blah. He's closing, he was sick of it. And I looked around and I said, sure, man, I could help you get this going. And he says, no, no, I've had enough. And I said, looked at it and I said, man, all you need is a social media, blah, blah, blah. And he said, ah, if you want, you can buy it. You can take this garage and you do whatever you want. And he said it jokingly. And I looked around and I said, right, how much? And he said, five grand. And I said, right, fuck it. Give it to me. And I bought the garage literally for five grand. But what I did is, is the most important. I applied the 80-20% 80, rule to the garage. So I looked around and I said, right, so how much money do you make on tires? He said, blah, blah, blah. Right, how much money do you make on clutches? Right, blah, blah, blah. How much money do you make on welding? And he said it to me. And I was like, right, so blah, blah, blah. I did my maths in literally two minutes. And I said, right, this is what I'm going to do. Give me the fucking thing. I converted the place entirely. So now we just focused on this and then I got the guy to work for me in the end. That's how Wonderbody King started, just because I applied the 80-20 rule.
which is important. So if your social media is big, you can exactly do that. You don't have to market. You don't need to use pay ads. You just have to make sure that your videos go viral. But in order to, for your videos to go viral, you have to learn how to make good content. So you need to learn. You need to keep learning about it. You need to learn about the algorithms. You need to learn. You also need to know that people's attention span is gone. It's fucked, literally, you know? So basically, back in the day, the average attention span of a person would be around seven seconds. So when they, uh, when they played an ad, you would have seven seconds to engage with it, you know, before somebody skipped. But now, because of TikTok, you have 0.25 seconds to three seconds, you know? Attention spans are gone in people, you know? So when you're making a video, don't start it with... Okay, guys. No, you have to start with blah, 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 boom, boom, boom. It needs to change. It needs to change every three seconds. There needs to be audio. It needs to be attractive. Then your videos will go viral. But you need to learn on your own mistakes, basically, right? So learn as much about it, make mistakes, learn on them, elaborate and make your shit better. That's the way to do it, right? We're going to be doing full podcasts on how to do it. We're also going to do some uh, trainings in the future, right? I was even thinking about doing a course on TikTok because TikTok is the future. I actually believe that Facebook will go out of business because anybody who I speak to, they stop using uh, Facebook ads soon as they go on TikTok. As soon as they go on TikTok, poof, Facebook goes out the window, you know? So that's that. So the next one I would like to talk about is the importance of owning multiple companies or having multiple streams of income. So let's say you're a guy who does uh, something, right? You have a construction business, right? It's very limited, right? So if anything, if shit hits the fan, you're probably only two months away from bankruptcy if your phone stops ringing. That's why I say you should have businesses in different areas. If you really want to provide for your family, you need to be secure. That's why I have fingers in almost every pie. So let's say my tattoo studio there, I decide to close it down. I don't care because I have seven other businesses that are bringing me money right now, you know? So let's say you had a business in... Okay, uh, delivery, right? You're doing deliveries. I don't believe that the, the business is, exi- is gonna exist in five years because they, in China, they already have robots that are basically just a little car on wheels with a little hatches that will drive in front of your house. You just walk out and you take the package out of that. That's what they have. So I believe that the need for an actual driver will be eliminated within five years. And I know what people will say to me. No way that somebody is going to be driving on the back arsehole roads of a carry or something in a robot. Robot is not going to manage it. You need a human for that. And I said, bullshit. On a long enough time frame, everybody will be replaced by a robot and AI. Don't believe me? Right, let's take this. Right, so take, for example, Nokia 3310, which came out, let's say, 25 years ago. Don't hold me to this date. I don't know exactly when it came out. But let's say 25 years ago, the Nokia 3310 came out, which was a brick, right? All you had was three buttons and a small keyboard. All you could do on it is text messages and answer your phone. If I walked up to you 25 years ago and I said to you, in 25 years, your phone is going to have a Skype, it's going to have a messenger, all these apps, and you can be taking pictures with so many pixels that will be almost as good as a professional camera people would literally tell you that you're cuckoo you're fucking gone you know i mean that's what people would tell you 25 years ago so now take the example of that phone and compare it to today's robots and the ai and think about what is going to happen in 25 years 25 years is not a lot of time most of us will still be out there in 25 years so this is big people need to think on a long scale you know Uh, Another reason why you should have multiple businesses is that a lot of businesses go out of business because of the technology. So let's say, for example, you know, Eurovision or what's the place where you used to go and rent the DVDs and CDs. That was a big business back in the day, but it was all gone within a year. 
when Netflix started, right? So that's another business. Somebody had a really successful business and boom, it's gone, you know? So you can really have an extraordinary business and you might think that it's going to last forever, but it's not, it's not. Especially in today's day and age, the technology is changing so fast. You could give me an idea of what business you're in and I can tell you that for 50, 50, 60%, this business will be gone because it will be replaced by robots. Look, if I could hire, if I could, I will also buy a, a lot of AI and equipment and robots when they will be available to purchase. Because listen to this, right now I'm paying a worker, let's say six to 700 quid a week. But if I could replace him with a robot, which is going to cost me 20 grand. And if I space the payment over, let's say five years, it's going to cost me maybe 400 quid a week, let's say. Right. And that robot is not going to call sick on Monday. That robot is not going to make mistakes because everything, every time he makes a mistake, he's going to learn on it. <laughs> let's say, let's face it, robots have a pretty good memory, right? So, you know, it's just, you, you need to be aware of all that stuff, you know, it really depends on what business you're in. Let's say Facebook advertisement, it's a brilliant example. Two years ago, if you were doing Facebook advertising for companies, if you were doing the targeting, the marketing, blah, 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 that was the business to be in. But now the business is dying and it's going to die completely very soon. There will be no need for somebody to do the ads, you know. Everything is becoming simplified, you know. So that's another business that's going to go out of business very soon, you know. Um, okay, so let's move on to the importance of setting goals for your business. This is very, very important, right? So, you know, I'm going to compare it to, let's say, right. So if you don't set goals for your business, I'm going to compare it to, let's say, I'm going to compare it to a little boat, right? You put a little boat on a lake without the steering wheel, right? And you just put the engine on and you just go. Where that boat is going to go? Well, that boat is going to go anywhere because it doesn't have a direction and it doesn't have a goal. But the moment you put a goal on it, it's going to go to that goal. Now, it might, might not happen in the time frame where you estimate that it's going to come, but it will eventually happen. Brilliant example. Last year, me and Henry sat down here and we said, right, the, the turnover in Dublin Protective Coatings, we were only turning over about half a million. We said, right, how the fuck are we going to make two and a half million? Sorry, not make, turnover. So how are we going to turn over two and a half million? And we did a specific plan and that was our goal. It's all behind that wall, behind the curtain. We don't look at it. We just wrote it down, wrote specific plan and we go hell for leather to achieve it, right? But if we didn't do that goal, we wouldn't know that we need certain amount of vans. We did, so we basically back engineered our goal. We said, right, so two and a half million a year to turn over. So that means we need to make, uh, we need to have five vans on the road and each van has to make certain amount per week. And that's exactly what we did. We hired the guys, we doubled the marketing. We, I went hell for leather on TikTok with the videos and that's exactly what happened. Now we're doing goals for another company for this, for that. You need to have goals, right? Goals, you could also compare it to, you know, you know, if you, if you set a goal and the goal, you don't achieve it in your specific time frame. You need to compare it to shooting darts into board, right? So you have your bullseye in the middle and this is your goal, right? So you're basically first time when you set your goals, nothing is going to happen the first time. You need to be doing it for a couple of years for in order for it to work, right? So when you're shooting darts into the dartboard and you're hitting the bullseye, you're, you're shooting it. You're not good at it because you never shot before, right? So you're all over the place. But with time, you're you're elaborating, you're calibrating everything, you look at the wind, you look at this, you look at that, and poof, you shoot. And when the time is right, you will hit the bullseye. It's just a matter of time. So really setting goals and following is really important. The only way you're not going to achieve your dreams is if you set your goals and you give up on them, which you should never give up. Everything is just a matter of time. That's what I would say.
And the way to set goals is, look at this, I showed this before, I always show this book. So I have this book here. And uh, what I do is, you need to, I've learned this technique from Brian Tracy. This guy, right? Brian Tracy. This one is actually in Polish. I bought it for uh, somebody who did, did preferred reading in Polish, but you can buy it in English. He has many books. I think he has 30 or 40 books and they have been translated into 50 languages. Brian Tracy, right? And what this guy says, he has a specific goal setting technique which works. I've tested it. So I combined the knowledge from his book with the knowledge of book from another guy whose name is Stuart Wilde and this is all spiritual law of attraction. So if you combine the law of attraction techniques with those business techniques and you combine them together this is a recipe for a win and I'm telling you I'm telling you everything I write down everything I do specific way I achieve there's not one goal here that I written down it doesn't matter how ridiculous it is I always achieve it the way to do it is you write your goal in a present tense so say I earn certain amount per month I have advanced. Even if you don't, you have to fool your brain. See, your brain has a, it's like it's like commands, right? I don't know why it's like that, but it's like that. You can't be like I wish or I something. You have to specifically write down I have, right? And this is not some some my recipe that I came up overnight and I'm sharing it with you. This has been shared in many many books by professional business people all over the world. The reason why you might think that this is a lot of woofy poofy stuff is because the television didn't tell you. If I had the power to turn off every television and fuck it out the window in this country, I would. Because if you think about it, the worst news, everything that came, to, every evil that came to the world, it was brought to you by television. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All the wars that are happening, do you think that the wars would take place the way they are now if there wasn't television, if there wasn't a propaganda? You know, take, for example, the war in the Ukraine and the war that's going to be between United States and Russia because there will be a huge nuclear war. Do you know how I know? Because every single war, if you look through the history, the wars have been provoked by the other crowd. So even Germans, when they started invading countries, they would provoke them in a way. And then they would propaganda the fucking news to their people and they would say, well, it's actually them. But it was them. America did it with the Twin Towers. Do your research. Don't put negative comments until you do your research. But the Twin Towers is a beautiful example. Sure, Americans blew it themselves. There's plenty of evidence. I'll give you just a couple because this is not what this podcast is all about. But, you know, the plane hit the Twin Towers and, you know, the engines melted. The whole thing collapsed. It wasn't supposed to collapse, by the way. If you look at the engineer's report, that thing was uncollapsible. There was a lot of explosions that broke it when it was collapsing. But, you know, the funniest thing about that is, you know, there was 19 hijackers that, that jacked the plane. So when the plane hit, all of the engines were melted. The temperature was so high that there was that even steel was melted. But somehow at the end of it, a CIA agent was walking by all the rubble, right? And he found passport of one of the hijackers, unscratched, beautiful, perfect passport. Now, what the fuck? You know what I mean, well, another one, the guy who owned uh, Twin Towers, right? He insured them about a month before from a terrorist attack <laughs> and funny enough all his family took a day off on that Wednesday when the accident took happened as well out of curiosity just like that <laughs> uh, okay let's move on forward this is not a conspiracy theory podcast right yeah so basically you need to have goals moving forward the importance of personal growth in business 
This is very big. So let's say, you know, if you start your own business, you have to be everything in your business. You're the guy that does the work. You're the guy that does the invoicing. You're the guy, you have to come up with a website. You have to be everything. But when you're at my level, I don't have to do everything myself now because I have a, every one of my companies has a manager. That manager has a general manager. And then I have a one mega general manager who looks after all of them. So if there's a problem in a business, he solves it. If he can't solve it, he solves it. And he can, if he can't solve it, he solves it. And then if he can't solve it, then it goes to me. So I'm a free man, realistically. I just go around and make stuff better and better, you know. But the reason, the, the way I brought it up to this state is because I have been reading those books for many, many years, you know. The thing about personal growth and education and business is that you have to do it for a minimum of five to ten years in order to see fruitful effects from it, you know. You know, reading books, you can't just read one or two books and thinking that you're the best thing since sliced bread, you know. I listen to audiobooks every single day, sometimes even four hours a day. Let's say I'm going to Waterford to price a job. What, do you think I'm going to listen to radio? No. In fact, every one of my cars, every one of my vans doesn't have a radio. <laughs> That's right. I came in with snips and I cut the aerial off because I don't want to be poisoned. You can't do what I do and listen to the radio and the news. When I'm going to price a job, do you know what I do? Right, I stand behind the steering wheel and I tell myself, I'm the best. I'm going to get it. I'm the best. I'm going to get it. I attract money. Everything I touch turns to gold. And I do it until the goosebumps come up on my arm. And then I walk in and I fucking kill it. And I have been doing that for 10 years. And it works. The law of attraction, all the affirmations work. But do you know why people say it doesn't work? Because they do it for a week and they say, ah, I fucking tried it, it didn't work. But you know what I compare it to? I say to them, well, this is like you trying to get a six pack and you go to the gym for a month and it didn't work out for you. You're still a fat pig. Well, the reason why it didn't work, because you didn't get a dietitian, you didn't go to a personal trainer, you didn't read about it and you did it for a month. But get a personal trainer, get a dietitian, learn about nutrition, go to the gym for three months to a year and then the six pack comes up, right? So, you know, it's you have to remember the time frame. You have to remember that you have to do it for a long time. You have to become a guy that learns every day. And the first step is turn off your TV. Don't just turn it off. I would be dramatic about it. Plug it out your fucking wall. Fuck it out the window. There's no room for TV in anybody's life. Only if you want to be an employee making three to 400 euro a week. Come back home, watch TV, let them brainwash you. That's fine. But other than that, if you want to become successful, truly successful businessman, there is no room for a TV or radio in your house. Truly, I'm telling you this. Look, if you don't believe me, if you think I'm filling you full of bollocks here, what you need to do is you need to research about propaganda and the way the television works, right? The reason why there is not even, I wouldn't even watch documentaries on TV because the documentary, when they're making a documentary, right, there's hundreds of people involved in it. They have to make sure there's a story, there's some drama, something is happening. Yeah, we have only two days to do it. Did you ever watch a TV program and they say, oh yeah, we're in a rush, there's two days to do it, blah, 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 some problem, something. This is engineered for you to be addicted to it, right? But when you are reading a book, there is no story. There is just value. There is just knowledge. Every problem that could happen in your business already happened in somebody else's business and they wrote about it. All you have to do is pick up a fucking book about your trade, read it a few times, and there you go. Another good lesson here. If you get a good book and you like it, don't read it once. Read it, read it again in a month and read it again in a year. Some people read certain books over and over again. A brilliant example here. 
Think and grow rich. This is the holy grail of personal development, right? Do you know the guy Bob Proctor? He was reading that book like a Bible over and over again. The book was all creased. He had it since the 80s and he was always reading it. Do you know what I mean? This is like the Jehovah's Witnesses. They read the Bible over and over again. And the more they read it, the more they resonate with it. And I can also relate to that. Because when I was starting out and I would read a book, my English was very limited. I learned English only like, I like 15 years ago, I didn't even speak this language. I couldn't even say hello when I moved to this country, right? So when I would pick up a book and I tried to read it, I couldn't. I didn't understand the words. I didn't understand what was the lessons about. So I had to read it three to four times in order to get the knowledge. And then I wasn't even ready for it. But then when I picked up that book a year later, then I was like, oh, yeah, now you're talking. Do you know what I mean? So never give up. You have to improve yourself all the time. Okay, so the, I'm going to give you specific ways to get yourself going right now. Go onto YouTube right now and set yourself a new YouTube account. Do the same on Facebook. Well, you don't have to do the same on Facebook. Unsubscribe from all the funny shits. Unsubscribe for the girls dancing. If you see any bullshit that doesn't improve your life, unsubscribe from it. And then do subscribe to all the business stuff. Self-improvement, meditation, making your life better. How to be happy in a relationship. How to understand women. There's a whole new world sitting over there waiting for you to be discovered telling you. So go on to YouTube, unsubscribe from everything and just subscribe to good channels. If I go onto my YouTube account right now, there wouldn't be one music video. No, it's all motivation. It's all about strategies. It's all about success. And whenever I'm, let's say I'm at home, I'm eating my dinner or something. And when I'm on my own, I put the phone in front of me and I learn. Whenever I'm in the car and I'm stuck on the traffic, that's why people give out about the traffic in Dublin. When I'm leaving my office here at five or six and it takes me an hour to go to Dublin seven, that's where I live. I'm delighted because I have an hour of uninterrupted learning time in the car. I put on a video, I put on a YouTube video, or I go to Rumble, I listen to Tate, or I listen to audiobook about something. Every day it's a learning time. But see, if you do it for a week, it might not change your life. But do it and be consistent. Do it from now on for the rest of your life. You know, we need to be learning. We live in the information age. So if you start your business, you're going to have to. You're going to have to learn everything. Video editing is big. You need to start learning how to edit videos. You need to learn how to make great videos. You know, when I was starting out, I didn't know anything about video editing. I had to learn it all myself, right? So, you know, now it's a lot easier because you don't need to learn everything by yourself. Only when you're making the YouTube longer content, you need to learn how to do it. But generally speaking, all the marketing now should be done through TikTok. So let's say you have a business, you're in the construction, right? And you're thinking, now, how the hell am I going to put five videos a day on Instagram, five videos a day on Facebook, five videos a day on TikTok, and then some content on YouTube? It's actually very easy. What you do is you just use your phone, right? And the way you do it is that the TikTok has its own editing software. So while you're on the site, you could make videos about anything. You could be funny, you could be this, you could be providing value. And it has its own editing software, so you could edit, you could add pictures, you could add audio, right? And then what you do, you go onto computer and you download that TikTok video without the watermark. There's a very easy way, just Google how to do it, and then use the same video to put and blast it onto your Facebook and Instagram. This should take 10 minutes, no longer, right? Do it every day. Uh, when it comes to breaking the algorithms on TikTok, on Facebook, and on Instagram, you have to post good quality content minimum five times per day. People say two to three is enough, bollocks, five minimum, right? 
I could even go to 20 some days. So I put 20 videos a day sometimes. Another good strategy on making it on TikTok is, you know, who's to say that you need to have one account? Who's to say that you need to have one account? Do you know who is a brilliant example of it? Andrew Tate. How did he blow up so over sudden? It was thanks to TikTok. So he has his uh, Hustlers University. He basically told all the lads, listen, guys, take all my content, blast it on TikTok. Whoever signs to my university through your account, you're going to get 50% cut. So the subscription is $50, $50 a month. So whoever is blasting the knowledge on the, his videos on TikTok or on the other platforms is getting 50% cut. That's how it works. So what I did now, I set up three different accounts for one company and I'm blasting it over three accounts. So I'm tripling my marketing now and it's all free. You can also do paid ads on TikTok, but there's no need for it. You shouldn't have to pay if you make good content. So I'll give you an example here. So I'm looking here on my phone. And on Underbody Kings, like videos have anything from 10,000, even to 1.5 million views for free. And all of those viewers is my potential client. And the funny thing is that, look, look, I have seven companies now. All I have to do in order to go viral is go viral on one of the pages because then I can divert people to my other pages. And every one of these people is my potential client. But what you need to do is you need to provide them with value. There's a brilliant book that I read about providing value on social media and social media marketing, right? And it's it's called, I think it's called Jab, Jab, Boom. And it refers to the boxing strategy. So do you know a boxer, when he comes into a ring, he, do, he you know the right hook is the strongest, you know, this, that, you know. But when a boxer starts, what does he start with? He doesn't just go and fucking right hook everybody all the time because he'd be beaten to death. What he does is a jab, 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 couple of jabs, jab, 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 and do it. When the time is right, then is the hook. That's when you kill. The same rule should apply to your social media. So when you start making videos, don't be making videos, guys, this is my shit. Buy me, buy me, call me now, call me now. If you start doing that, people will be sick of you, right? They will be literally sick of your videos. But what you need to do, you need to make a couple of videos that are funny. Make a couple of videos about introducing the product. Tell them what it is. Tell them how great it is. Tell them the benefits. Tell them how to use it. People often are afraid of sharing the specific trades of their business because they're, oh, somebody's going to copy my business. Oh, I don't want to do it. But this is bollocks. If somebody wants to copy your business, they can copy it on anyway. All of the knowledge is on the internet. If I wanted to copy somebody's business, I don't need them to tell me how it works. I'll do my homework and I'll find out myself. So don't be afraid that somebody's going to copy your business model because they can do it on anyway. It's just with a little, a little work. So, so I wouldn't be worrying about that at all. You just need to be blasting 10 videos a day. And you can do it, look, just watch what I'm doing and copy the fuck out of it because it works, right? Another topic I wanted to touch off is <clears throat> having some spirituality in your business. Like spirituality is a big woofoo subject, right? But you need about 20% spirituality and 80% business knowledge. Because if your knowledge is just 100% based on business knowledge and there's no spirituality, you're basically disconnected from the grid, right? So you're not going to be an honest person. You're going to be screwing people. You're going to be doing this. But if you practice meditation five minutes a day, something in your body will change. Like I don't lie to people. I I would never lie to somebody straight to face. Do you know what I mean? I would be as honest as I can be. And I live my life on honesty and transparency. And people love that. That's what you need to be. That's why spirituality is a must in business, you know? 
So you have examples of people who have, let's say, 50-50, 50% spirituality and 50% business, but they don't make a great companies, you know I mean? You have also people who are 100% about spirituality and zero business, and these are the crazy guys on YouTube, oh yeah, peace and love, what's mine, it's yours. It's not a healthy, it's not, it's not, it's, well, maybe on a spiritual level it is healthy, but it's not healthy in today's society. So I'd say that 80-20, 80% business knowledge and 20% spiritual knowledge is also a must. If you wanted to gain some spiritual knowledge, I would strongly suggest follow guys like Stuart Wilde. And his best book is Money Bible. He has a lot of other books, but be prepared for some shockers because this guy was crazy, right? All of his stuff is real. He, this guy was traveling through different dimensions using meditation and everything. Ah, it's just crazy, crazy. Follow him, learn about, learn from him. He's actually dead now, but all his stuff is still available out there to read. Actually, do I have his book? I have it at home. Yeah, so I don't have any of this stuff here. I have it at home. Okay, so another one I would say, if you want to make your business better, focus on the health and safety in your job. Make sure that everything is done by the book. When I drive around and I look at people, the way they operate and everything, I always, I look at them and I say, why? Why? Why not at least look properly? Have the health and safety gadgets on you. <laughs> I mean, buy it for the lads. This is what makes your company look legit. Do you think our hospitals would um, big hotels would be calling me if they saw my stuff on social media and I was just had the and I just had the boys running around in tracksuits and jumpers on the roofs? No, we get the big jobs, big commercials because we look legit. Everything we do is legit. You know, all of my guys have all the tickets. You know. So just for just to work on the roof, you have to have all the stuff. So you need to have your manual handling. So you need to have your manual handling, you need to have your safe pass, you need to have your MEWP, you need to have your harness awareness course, you need to have working at heights course, you need to have wheel abra abrasive wheels course, and then you have you need to have your first aids course. And a couple of other bits and pieces. So, you know, if you don't have any of those, you're not welcome on sites. You know, every guy that we employ, we have to get them through those courses before they start making us money. That's why I pick my guys very carefully. You know, all of my guys are absolute weapons when it comes to working. You know, their work ethic is superb. You know, so, you know, start hiring professional guys. And when your current guys refuse to wear PPE or, you know, like I've seen a contract in the UK, the guy lost two million pound contract on a slate roof because his lads refused to wear PPE on site and they fucked them out of sight. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is crazy. So, you know, if we, uh, when I was starting out, my lads didn't want to be wearing stuff as well. So what I told them, guys, you're wearing it or you get down the ladder and go home. That's it. We're finished here. If you don't want to wear it, get out. And as tough as it sounds, I said that a few times and they learned. And now everybody wears PPE. When I walk onto site, even when they see me driving in the car and they don't have one, they run around they run around like horses. Where's my heart heart? Where's my heart heart? You know, Lucas is coming. And that's the way you need to be. You, you, you need to have respect. When you come on site, people need to be like, all right, Lucas is coming. Lucas is coming. That's the way I am. But you have to build it, you know? Right, so we covered a couple of bits and pieces. I hope you got value from this. I'm going to be doing this more often. Every couple of episodes, I will be recording episode myself. Let me know in the comments what else would you like me to cover. I have serious amount of stuff that I would share there, but I can only do 40 minutes at the time, let's say. But whatever you think I should cover, let me know, and I will, right? Thank you, guys, and see you soon.